babe. Growing up with like an older brother, like I was very used to getting punched in the face. Welcome back to Show Me In Yours with Jackie and Johnny, everybody. I'm Jackie. I'm Johnny. <laughs> um, today we have the wonderful privilege of bringing on our first, first-ish guest. Um, mm -hmm. The first one that you're going to probably, uh, first sorry, one that we're going to release to you. Um, sorry, Kevin, that we kept you waiting, but yours will be coming out very shortly. Um, yeah, today we're going to, uh, we're going to switch it up. We're going to get into the living room and have a... Have a nice little change yeah. of pace for you guys. Open but it up a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you couldn't possibly fit a third person in here. <laughs> we could barely fit the two of yeah. us. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're squeezed in pretty tight here. <laughs> but we have, um, we have a very, we have, a, yeah, we have a legitimate guest, a mm -hmm. you know, writer director. That's gonna be very exciting and yeah. a and a very and a wild. Well, I mean, an intensely <laughs> deep and personal record. Yeah, yeah, an intensely uh, somber record. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was definitely a challenge for me, but um, we'll get into all of that later because something that we need to get to first <laughs> is probably one of the most amazing things that I've ever seen. There's a few, um, you know, th um, instances that I will just be immediately captivated from the moment that I wake up. Mm -hmm. I read this article and I needed to know more. Yeah. Um, there's been a baby born with three dicks, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, in Iraq. In Iraq. Like, I mean... <laughs> What a wonderful, uh, they, they said that 2021 wasn't going to bring, you know what I mean, anything better. 2020 was so rough, like we're coming out of the ashes right mm -hmm. now and we have something as wonderful as a three dick dude. Yeah, three dick baby. Three dick baby. I mean, how exciting is that for the parents? Well, I mean, I think it caused some concern at first. The thing, I mean, we're, we're going to get into this, but the thing that really jumped out to me in the article is that... The third dick. <laughs> literally just hit me in the mm -hmm, face mm -hmm. but uh was the fact that they discovered these two extra penises two months after the baby was born that is wild <laughs> it's absolutely incredible and it makes it a little bit or three th months three months see this is this is where this is where the story does get a little bit tragic because do you remember in 2015 when double dick dude um hit the scene no. You don't know anything about Double Dick Dude? Well, I don't remember. Refresh oh, my Oh, ladies memory. and gentlemen. <laughs> for our listeners as well, Double Dick Dude was this person that got popular um, on Reddit during like an Ask Me Anything kind of situation. Oh, okay. So he basically posts a picture of his two functional cocks mm -hmm. that are both like 10 inches long. Wow. It's insane. Wow. Right? So obviously the internet was like, uh, you know, completely blew up. The AMA... Um, uh, document that you just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling goes on for days and this mm -hmm. guy really thoughtfully answered every single one of these questions to the best of his abilities based on like um um you know kind of what is like mating practices and all, all the way to like the wildest shit that he's ever done mm -hmm. and there was one part of this that he detailed i think it was like a five sum where he was sitting on two dicks but like from two different people because he doesn't know a double dick dude as well, right? So double dick dude is sitting on two dicks oh while there's two girls on each of his penises. Oh my God. Making a five. And then I think he was like licking balls or something at the same time too. Oh my God. Incredible, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was fascinated. I left and I was I was sitting at a bar 
and I was talking to a friend of mine who was a bartender, and I'm, I'm explaining this to him, and just utter fascination. You can see my eyes are just glazed over, like, I don't know what I've just seen, or mm-hmm. my imagination is just running wild, right? This is fucking insane. Because you wouldn't, and, and another thing, too, is the, if for anybody wondering, Double Dick Dude, it's not like an on top and bottom kind of situation. Is they kind like of break a, off like handlebars. That's how I was imagining, yeah. Which, um... Like a lizard tongue. It, 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 precisely. Precisely, <laughs> but like split at the base and yeah. going 10 inches of dick in oh each direction. God. Wild, right? So I think that's what's fortunate about Triple Dick Baby is that he's not going to have like the, the functionality, I think, because I believe the third penis was located under his balls. Yeah, there which was is hilarious. there was some trouble with uh, the extra two penises, which is why I think uh, they ultimately decide to to chop them off. But um, <laughs> and we're starting to go fund me for justice for the other two penises. I mean, want, um, I don't know. He no, might we're not be pleased about it. Oh, okay. Imagine I guess we should ask the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should wait for him to grow up a bit, and then we'll have him on. Fair enough. I'd but, open open invitation anytime to triple dick baby <laughs> or single dick dude, I guess he would be now. So this uh, supernumerary penises is what is this is referred to in general. Supernumerary? Supernumerary. There's only one or two or three, right? Like, is it nobody ever? <laughs> like a coat of arms kind of situation? Yeah. yeah. And anyway. this was first seen in 1609. And I want to know what happened to that poor child because... Healthcare was not where it is now. What are you talking about? Healthcare. I think what happened to that child is fame and fortune. But like, what if it? Because the thing is, when this this happens, this is the first case they've seen with three penises. But they have had double dicks before. And apparently, but, one in five or to six million people or something have a double dick. Like, there's more of these things going around. There's a hundred cases documented or mm-hmm. something like that in medical journals, which is fascinating. But it's usually accompanied by other health problems. Like there was oh, really? a one one guy in or one baby was born in Russia with uh, two penises, a third leg, and no anus, and so it's usually like a, a handful of things that have gone wrong. Is that but, is there like radiation involved or is there? I don't know. Well, they were saying for this the the three the three dick baby triphalia is what Trifal- they're called, which that's is a fucking, great. That's the name of our new band yeah. for sure. We need we're looking for a third member of triphalia. We're throwing that out there. Um, and uh, maybe somebody that could play an instrument. You know, but we'll, we'll, we'll it that says open. that the doctor looked into whether the fetus was exposed to alcohol or drugs, and it wasn't. So I don't know what that inv- investigation entailed. I know but I have so some many questions. babies that were born on drugs and alcohol. And they're all fine. <laughs> right. like, it's not, I didn't get another dick from it. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't. Fetal alcohol syndrome doesn't cause two dicks, but ob- it's a good. But place it doesn't to hurt. Start. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This is so wild. Do you think that um he's gonna um as the baby as he grows up, like there's a whole movement of people that have their foreskin removed that want it back. Right. Um there's even like um techniques that people have to like kinda stretch their penis skin or whatever to like right. recreate a foreskin or whatever. Yeah. It's horrific and it, it looks is. really fucked up. Yeah. Um but there are people that kind of want to, you know, take that power back, right? Like, mm-hmm. as a, you know, you didn't consent to, you know, losing a piece of your penis or whatever at that time. Mm-hmm. Now, I wonder if, like, they just got, like, that movement now has, like, the poster child. Right. Like, not only did you take his force, you took two of his dicks. Well, I feel like it's a little bit different. And because... are they even dicks because there's no urethra? Well, exactly. And only oh, only uh, one of them had an actual, like, head. Like, it wasn't, it was more like One two, of the three two... or one that they removed? 
I don't know if it was one of the, th- I think it was one of the three, or maybe it was one of the two that they removed. Do you but think the they doctor let the parents pick? They, like, which yeah. one do you want? Pick your favorite. <laughs> pick the best one. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be like, hey, doc, do you, do you, between you and me, like, not for nothing, we're keeping that one. Yeah. yeah. But I think uh, the way I interpreted the article is that these were more like two stumps. And then, like, in month three, they were like, we should probably get this checked out, these two stumps. And it turned out they were penises. So they clearly weren't, like, they didn't look like dicks. Oh. Well, now this is kind of unfortunate. Right? You know? Okay. And so that, I think... You, they, yeah, you turned me around on this whole thing. Like, I was I was. <laughs> I feel like with... they, they probably did the right thing. I have a lot of questions, though. How could this only have been discovered in month three? <laughs> in the article, it says... The, the boy was three months old when it was discovered he had three penises, and it's not clear why it hadn't been discovered at his birth. <laughs> I mean, assuming, like, maybe they're just, like, a sexually repressed kind of people or whatever, right? So, like, if I'm going to change some diapers, I'm not looking down there. Yeah, like, I'm just going to do one of these, yeah. and then, like, they and then they just stumbled across. Maybe like, maybe like a pinky didn't... hit a third dick or something Because it like did that. say, too, cause so, so, like we said, this baby was born in uh, Iraq, which it's more of a... Um, a conservative culture there. I think the people of the world are familiar with Iraq, and, Well, I'm just setting the scene. And <laughs> I'm world building. <laughs> the world's already been built, Jackie. Let's go. I'm building Iraq up from the rubble. Careful. Careful. And, uh, but in the article, it said that they're going to have to keep monitoring this boy for health problems. And it said that they're going to have to go back and, you know, reevaluate things once he hits puberty. And then again, once he's married. So which... do you think now that do, do the parents tell the kids like you were a medical marvel, but, yeah, you know, tell. but we had, we had to do something about it. So. And if you don't tell him, then why does this guy, like, he is he just going to assume that everybody has doctors just regularly looking at his piece? Like, I maybe feel like, like they will, years? once he hits puberty, they'll have to tell him. But who knows? I don't know the family. If it was, if it was my kid, I would certainly. Uh, I would be like, son, you are a medical marvel. And this is why your mother's not around anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're asking where mom is. She took the greatest gift. Two of the greatest gifts God ever gave you away. <laughs> I wouldn't feel that passionate about it, but, um. Well, I mean, at least the kid's healthy, right? I think that that's, a, yes, that's the takeaway. Yes, it sounds like he's otherwise, you know, it sounds like he's doing good. And did, that did, was like sort of the anomaly is that since normally supernumerary penises are accompanied by other health issues, as I was saying, but this this particular baby seems to be otherwise healthy. So he's an anomaly within an anomaly. Yeah. Which is wild. He's a super anomaly. And, and with multi, super multi-penis. What, what's the, what's the Supernumerary. Name? Supernumerary. <laughs> Trifalia. Yeah, Trifalia is, is like my favorite Trifalia is like the, is the opening for vaginal dentata on tour <laughs> yeah. when COVID is over. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that show. Mm-hmm. Do you know what they did with the penises? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, do you give them for medical research? Do you give them back? Like assume, a dentist won't let oh. you take your molars home, which is stupid. Some I, dentists will, but I would assume that they probably held on home? to it for uh, for research purposes. Do you think there was, um, I read an article the other day about uh, um, a war doctor, army veteran um, from Vietnam, mm-hmm. who took a severed arm home as a fucking souvenir, and oh. he returned the skeleton arm back to the uh, its owner. And oh. um, they're both smiling in the, and they're like, hey, you know, crazy times. <laughs> um, 
it's the weirdest thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. But like, I mean, but if I'm the guy, I'm taking my arm and smacking the shit out of him with it. But right, I'd be like, what the fuck have you been doing with it this whole time? Why did you? How do you take an arm home, man? Yeah, like that's I don't you know. You but, can't but my, travel with an arm. I, I I don't know. I don't know how it happened or 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 why, but. You know, it's it's one of those things that, like, you're in your old age and you're looking back on all your possessions and you're thinking, like, maybe, you know, maybe there's something that, something that I just haven't done yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to reach out <laughs> and, and, and really get some closure here. Yeah, gr- yeah, grab a this opportunity to do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think that is, um, it's commendable, mm-hmm. but also you're a guy that left Vietnam with a fucking arm in your suitcase. So there's yeah, like, I have some uh, <laughs> some qualms. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so no to Vietnam Army doctor veteran people that coming home with other people's body parts. Yeah. Yes to maybe removing two penises in, yeah. a, in a medical situation. For, for, yeah, for medical reasons. I'm not going to lie to you. I wanted to debate this topic, but I think that, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you got me there. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, Jesus. <laughs> but for the sake of comedy and conflict, mm-hmm. fuck you, fuck the mom. <laughs> that dad is leaving okay. right now, and, um, he's, <laughs> and he's taking new... the two extra he's penises t- with him. <laughs> they're gonna prop up the front porch and <laughs> yeah, we'll door stop. Absolutely, yeah. We're gonna start a new life together. <laughs> you and me and three peens. <laughs> That's Trifalia's first hit single. <laughs> <laughs> you, me, and three peens. <laughs> I think that, like, if you would be the coolest kid on the playground, right? Like, had you kept the three dicks? Like, do you think you would have become, like, a bully or, like, extra confident or something like that? Do you You'd think be the would've... weirdo carrying around your two extra penises in your pocket. Do you think so? I don't know. Yeah. I think he would have used that to his advantage. I think, like, in a... In, like, elementary school years, I think you would be ostracized for if that. If you could pee out of all three of them, I think you'd be cooler. Well, yeah, if they were all, like, attached to your body. Yeah, then they'd be like, man, Jerry's crazy. Jerry's been <laughs> peeing in all different directions for years now. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh, I wonder which one is the operable, like, if the operating one. Like, so if they find out that the only penis with the urethra is actually the one under the balls, that's weird. That would be unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like he's just always tucked back, though. That's true. Right. So depending on <laughs> what life decision he wants to make, you know, later. Yeah. Later in life, he's probably. That's you true. Know, he's better uh, equipped, even. In yeah, some you never know. You never know. This could be a blessing in disguise. I bet there's a whole sect of people that would prefer their penis to be on the bottom of their balls. I'm sure there are a lot of people that would that would prefer their penis. We're looking to for be your feedback. I mean, send in. Yeah. Do you do, do you think that you a penis would look better on the underball? <laughs> yeah. As, well, right now I'm an under. <laughs> no, no, I'm an overball dicker right now. Yeah. But I'm open to the idea of going under. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like in like Australia, like um toilets like flush, like spin the opposite yeah. way when they flush or whatever. Maybe yeah. their penises are actually on, on the bottom of them too. We wow. Should... That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. And then every penis is infinitely funnier because like the balls make like a droopy eye like over top of the well, nose. That's what that's I was hilarious. thinking is that, that is if you had an, an underball penis when it's erect, would it like sh- what way would it then go? Like would it shoot, shoot out, and then the the balls kind of just like <laughs> pop up there, or would it go backwards the other way? Well, it depends if you got like some big swinging clackers or whatever. Then I think that it would <laughs> yeah. just like pierce and they would just drape over, yeah. kind of like um like a druid's yeah. like uh, a druid's robe 
or something. You know yeah. what I mean? But if like if it was like a different situation where like you don't have a lot of ball meat, then it um like your balls kind of like shrivel up a little bit, so mm-hmm. it would kind of be like a dick with like a brain on top. Oh, you know what I mean? Right? This is the balls just stay like nice and tight. The pinky in the brain. Unbelievable. <laughs> Underball dickers might have been the initial <laughs> inspiration for Pinky, Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain. That's, that's, you heard it here first, people. <laughs> We're breaking ground oh here. Oh my god. You know, it's like just mortifying that this is the intro for such a serious <laughs> album. I'm just going to be so upset. Yeah, we apologize for, for that. Um, and I mean, without further ado, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. Bang. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We have a change of location because we are blessed with a guest, the immensely talented writer, director, producer, um, you know, tennis enthusiast, a man that wears many hats, but he has no need for them because he has a delightful head of hair. Mazi Kaliki, everybody. Welcome for the yeah, coming to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, anytime, man. Yeah. yeah. Also, I refuse to talk about a classy album like Tracy Chapman in the, in the irregular setup that you guys had. We need to, I feel like we need to class it up a little. A hundred percent. That's fair. That's fair. Who we're, who we're talking about. I mean, our intro already desecrated this album. So. <laughs> It's it's a hard it's a hard thing to to kind of merge like a intro so I'm not affiliated with the intro. You're gonna see it. You're gonna see it. And um, it we didn't you know try to make any um any connection there with just like you know some news from Iraq that came out today with a a a young boy born with three penises that you know you told me that three not two not three three. yeah try try Thalia. This is the name of our new band. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The but it's actually the one of the most interesting things about the story actually is that it wasn't like a tripod you know what i mean or like like all up and down you know how would you picture somebody having three penises i can't <laughs> i don't if know. you had to, if you had to try, okay well basically like what happened with this in a row or like up and down or like, like I, maybe one's like a little spear? one and like the other ones are like different sizes and shapes and stuff that's kind of unfortunately what happened with this kid um they actually removed two of them because there's no urethras actually going through the um the other nubs of penis yeah oh. but the, only, the third only one, one was actually coming out at the bottom of the balls so that's yeah. a, that we get all into it was that an in the intro so i mean <laughs> are they still need to consider win. penises if there's no urethra running through if it, if it can't pee is it a pee that's a fantastic I, question this is we we dive into we this to call yeah. the authorities <laughs> yeah we absolutely do you know what and i mean now we're probably going to have to include guests into our intros because... How old was this kid when they removed the other two He penises? was three months old when they discovered the other two penises. Which is wild in itself. And it's unclear why they weren't discovered at birth. Huh. Well, maybe they kind of grew a little as like the days went on or That's something? what it seems or, like. They were more stubs right. than, than penises. If those penises yeah. were growing from nothing to visible in three months, imagine the growth that they would have had. The you potential. Know I mean? yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I Did mean, you guys we, discuss this in the opening? The potential growth? Yeah. Well, <laughs> We actually kind of discussed like, like the um, you know the, the, the here, implications but. here of, um, of of what life would be like. There's a lot. Of, there's a huge sect of people that um, that have their. Let's make yourself yeah, at home, man. Like not make yourself at home because you are because this is much more cross, comfortable, right? That's yeah. what I'm now saying. Yeah, you guys like hold my drink and stuff. Cool, exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Anyways, oh uh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Well, I mean, um, not to bore you with too many details, they did end up uh, you know removing the penis. I'm not bored. This and uh, <laughs> the, penis, the three penis article or whatever. Not bored yet. Well, it's just kind of fascinating because there's an entire subsect of people that have had their foreskin removed and they're, you know, 
trying to do things to even like grow their foreskin back or make really? um, circumcision illegal and stuff because you're not consenting oh. to have a piece of your penis removed, right? Yeah. Now they That's have a, a poster whole topic child. on its own. Absolutely, yeah. right? Yeah. But now yeah. those people have a top. It's like you're, you think you're missing your foreskin is bad. They took two of my dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like they were removed for medical reasons. Like they did it for, for his well-being because they weren't going to be fully functioning yeah. penises. Yeah, yeah I don't want to dick if it can't work, right? Yeah, me either. Mm-hmm. And like I... um. I'm circumcised and I don't want foreskin. Like I'm maybe it's cuz I'm just attached to my dick. Yeah. 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 Literally and also, I think whatever you, know you what have I mean? you, uh, don't wanna, you don't want to you don't want to change it at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it ain't broke don't fix it. Like yeah. whoever cut me did a decent job. It looks kind of cool. It yeah. doesn't yeah, so I actually got I'll, I'll circumcised late. I remember really? some of my earliest memories are of getting circumcised. It's fuck. I give my parents shit about it. Like, why'd you wait so long? How like, old were you? It's like three and a half or something. Oh, three well, I... Some of my earliest memories. Like, I actually, one of my earliest memories is standing in front of the toilet in the middle of the night going up to take a pee and, like, a drop of blood, like, drops in the, in the, like, the toilet bowl. And I remember the water kind of turning kind of reddish or whatever. And I, all I remember is just... Like screaming, crying, my mom running for me, picking me up. Like, in, like I asked her about it after. She's like, it's just like it was just like a little drip. Like, but I, my little three-year-old brain, like lost his shit. You know? Well, yeah, yeah, man. That's and I remember insane. being in like the waiting room after. Like my parents laughed, dude. I was like, so I was, uh, I, <laughs> I was screaming, I delam, I do lam, I delam, I do lam, and that means oh my stomach, my dick. My st- I was, so I was feeling <laughs> nauseous, I guess. Uh-huh. So I was like crying. I do lamb. I do lamb. Any Persian people will understand this. Um, we have a huge Persian following. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So anyways, yeah. All, despite the fact that I have like traumatic memories, I'm still glad that I was circumcised. I know a guy who got oh, circumcised oh, when oh, he was figure. like 21. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely a thing. Because it can too. cause some, some, uh, some problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a friend Maintenance of mine. isn't proper mm-hmm. also like maybe it's mm-hmm. not even maintenance it's just like i don't know what it is i don't know issues. what the, yeah issues there, can arise there, there are a friend of mine in um in high to school say your friend like was like dirty or whatever well, well i mean <laughs> mine, mine absolutely was i'm um, a friend of mine and do you know who you are he um basically i think he uh, his his dick just outgrew the foreskin so basically which, oh wow yeah which isn't a bad problem to have you know he's got a little bit of girth on him so that's great but apparently when he was getting um as it would grow the foreskin head or something would like kind of tear, right? Ooh. So that um, he had to end up getting um, circumcision, I think at like 19 or something, like we were in high school. And this poor son of a bitch, like we knew it had happened. He made the wrong decision and told his friends. And <laughs> like, there are so many complications that can come from it because if you get hard, it'll rip stitches and stuff and you could have to go back in there again. So the recovery is- So you can't get excited while you're in recovery. Yeah, and try telling mm-hmm. that to a 19 year old kid, that poor, oh man, that was, <laughs> yeah, he, had a, he had a rough go with that. But Damn. I mean, still funny to this day to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got lucky and just got it done. You know, my parents are efficient, right? Let's. Yeah. Let's before you, that. when you were. Yeah, I have no memories of yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I watched the video once a year, but other than that, like, I don't remember it myself. <laughs> <sighs> All okay. right. Well, okay, so yeah, shall we? On that Continue, note. Continue, yeah. But <laughs> on that note, the reason that we brought you here today, Mazzy, um, to, well, the, the whole point of the show, show me yours. Um, can you tell us a record that you brought in for us today? Yeah, we're going to discuss uh, Tracy Chapman's self-titled debut because I'm a classy motherfucker and I bring <laughs> classy shit. I got to say thank Classing you. Classing up the joint a bit here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to say thank you. This isn't a record that I would go out on my own to um, to listen to, but after you know the recommendation and 
after the couple of days of having listened to it, I've got to thank you for kind of bringing it into my life. It was, mm-hmm. it was something that I didn't, um, that I didn't know that I would enjoy as much as I did. You're very welcome. Yeah. yeah. I think it's one of those records where if you listen to it and you don't like it, what's wrong with you? Like what yeah, happened to clearly, you? Yeah. Like what <laughs> happened to you? Yeah. yeah you perfectly because it's there. just, it's like sad and beautiful and it's just like acoustic and simple and her nice voice, voice is like, yeah. you don't, like who can like say anything negative about it's it? It's undeniable. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah. I mean, um, so for for anybody looking to pick up this album, this is um, the self-titled debut from singer-songwriter Tracy Chapman, released April fifth, nineteen eighty-eight, on yeah. Elektra Records. Um, recorded over the span of eight weeks in Hollywood, California. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it was that. produced by a fellow named David Kirschenbaum, and I found this to be really interesting because he was one of the only producers with Electra Records that would take this on. They had a bunch of other people turn the, down the opportunity to work with Tracy Chapman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to do an acoustic record, I guess, and was like, oh, okay, I'll work with Isn't you. Isn't that always how it works? Like, mm-hmm. nobody believed in them and then the one guy that did. Yeah. And then the well, he went on uh, to help her record what would be become one of the best-selling records of all time. This mm-hmm. thing, I've done the research on this. It's gone platinum everywhere. I yeah, mean, six times in the States man. alone yeah. and all over the world. Everywhere that the record was released it charted number one like it's, yeah, it's undeniable it's yeah. and it's like a, it's an interesting story with how this got made too so she was a, a student at tufts university yeah, and, and, and like the massachusetts or boston or something or boston i think is yeah. tufts um and um she was performing at a coffee house and then a fellow student saw her perform and his dad owned a um uh, no, it wasn't a recording studio. No, a, recording studio. a public, yes, a publishing label. Yeah. And he basically said, "Oh, my my dad owns this publishing label, and I can help you make a record." And she didn't really take it seriously. Yeah, she kind of brushed it off. But right? he was such a fan, and she had recorded these demos through uh, at a radio station, and he copied one and gave it to his dad. And then his dad loved it so much that he flew out to see her. And that basically led to her signing with Electra. And then she started writing for this album pretty much right away. I'm yeah. having a copy yeah. of that tape. Do you know what I mean? Just that yeah, undeniably man. amazing, probably. I, I wonder what song it would have been or what would the, you know, what that, those demos would have been. Like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Super so cool. cool. Yeah. It was talking about a revolution. It was talking about a revolution. That was the demo. Everybody, oh, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, it's protest music, a lot of it, right? Yeah, like she was singing, she was like an angsty, young, mm-hmm. black, woke before woke was a thing, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of feminist sure. before it was like mm-hmm. super popular, I guess. In the, that yeah. time, I guess, I mean, I guess in the 60s, they had their run, <laughs> you know, yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> right? But I mean, and then you, know, it, you know, like this, these things and then come the man in waves, put their foot right? back yeah. on the neck of the woman again, and then you know what I mean, yeah, and then, yeah, and then, you know, the. It's like fashion, you know. Women just rise up, and it's cyclical. You know? Yeah, it seems that way. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. We're having another run but, uh, now. Yeah, they're going on a nice run. I'm, a, I'm there for nice it. I'm here run. for it. A nice jog. A nice jaunt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but sort of on that note, so this album comes out at the end of the '80s, and so yeah. same year I arrived in Canada, actually. Oh well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. I wasn't born yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this record's two years older than me. Yeah. And um, so at the time, obviously, 80s music, it was like heavy synth, like 80s hair, hair yeah. metal, stuff like that. And so then this album came out and it sort of was like a, a rallying cry for all of these people who felt their voices weren't being heard or yeah. they weren't hearing their perspectives in music and stuff so this became a huge album because of that mm-hmm. and i'm wondering all do the you people in the unemployment line yeah exactly 
But do you feel like nowadays, like it's still possible to have a like one singular record that people rally around in the same way because we're so oversaturated with mm. music and and content? Yeah. No, I think so. It's it's kind of like viral, going viral. Mm-hmm. Like she went viral before you could go viral. Right. And going viral is still a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's n- no reason for me not to think that. A, a, a spark can ignite a huge flame again in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form with a piece mm-hmm. of art. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that, like, it, I can't think of, like, in the last year or two, like, a rallying cry kind of protesty song that kind of. Interesting. You think these would have been the, the years? Four? You think they yeah, yeah, because of everything that's going yeah. on. But I think there's so many, sure. though. I think there's so many. So there's not, like, one that stands yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, everybody yeah. has yeah. access to the platform to produce. Uh, so I'm sure they're. I guess, yes. if, so I guess the question mm-hmm. is if Tracy never Chapman funny. never put out her music, and if she put out the same music today in light of the oversaturation with mm-hmm. everybody being able to have access to making music, would it find its way to the top exactly i'd like to think yes because she's such a singular she's, talent yeah, yeah. well i mean like, I like, know, if, fun, if, if you look question. at like the folk music um um if you look back into like say the 60s when bob dylan's coming up um everybody's writing a lot of those similar kind of songs right so like mm-hmm. this almost this album feels like it's almost like from that era almost mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i mean with the protest uh, yeah like all these all yeah, these very cries socially for, conscious for justice mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff yeah absolutely yeah. so but um i think what are we like 50 years later you can look back and be like oh there was a few standout yeah. artists from that time right so um definitely like the the singing ability and the musicianship and all that goes in but i think like the the powerful songwriting and all of that stuff can just cut through and still be as relevant today i think as it mm-hmm. was you know 32 years ago yeah the yeah. other thing too though is that like she wasn't looking for for fame and she didn't really yeah. like it or want it and yeah. so i don't know if someone like that could really rise up in the same way nowadays because so many people are looking for fame to yeah. sort of cut through all of that and become that popular when you're not trying to in yeah. this in this like culture and climate we're in yeah can you think of anyone in the last like half a dozen years who follows a similar profile there's that, like a reluctant a reluctant voice of a of a generation or re- the reluctant voice of a, of, a, of a swath of people or something there's mm-hmm. definitely groups that i listen to like um the the songwriting here and the content and all this stuff um it reminds me of a punk rock record or protest songs and and all this so the um obviously the musically it's very different but if you yeah. read the lyrics that could be a bad religion song or that could be you know what i mean anti-flag or anything like that you know what i mean um there is a lot of those bands are kind of aging now and the lead singers from those groups are now wearing flannels and playing like acoustic songs and and taking their their punk rock you know rally battle cries or whatever kind of to an acoustic stage and writing their own songs and doing that so i would definitely check out like a guy like tim barry who's writing these really um powerful heartfelt songs and doing it all out of West Virginia and it's no big, you know, he has his, West his, Virginia. absolutely. Take me home, baby. <laughs> yeah. So that can happen. And Take I think to your home. point there, um, I, I don't know if Tim Berry is actively, you know, staying away from the mainstream or if they just don't want him in it. But I think right. he's done so much with, um, with his band avail over, you know, a 20 year career and stuff that he's kind of cemented himself there. And, you know, I'm, I support and he's, you know, I think he has the support that he needs. So I don't know if, um, if, he was to write the next 
you know, big protest song or whatever, if it would just fall on deaf ears, because, yeah. you know, I would, I'd definitely share it around, but you yeah. know, would it, would it rise to that level of, you know, something like, like a fast car or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Fuck, I love that song, Fast Car. That's incredible. It's, so it's one of my favorite songs. I when the song. first time hearing it is um, because I grew up also listening to hip hop so nice and smooth sometimes I'm slow sometimes I'm quick yeah. as soon as you hear that do 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 you know hell yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I uh, go it's uh, my one of my go-to karaoke songs mm. but I usually mm. wait until the end of the night oh yeah if I showed up at a karaoke bar <laughs> with like, you at eight <laughs> and you put this on I would lose my shit <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's just it's a little bit of it can be a bit of a downer although the song has like a it does yeah. has a, a little bit of hope has, yeah. There's a little bit of hope in mm-hmm. the end, mm-hmm. depending on how you interpret it. I was listening yeah. to it a lot yesterday, mm-hmm. and at the end, does she tell her partner to like take his fast car and, and I fuck off? Think so. I think that's so. what it kind of yeah. feels yeah. like, right? Well, like at the beginning, like the fast car is like the way that I kind of interpret it is that that fast car is like her ticket to get away, yeah. you know, from her yeah. pops in the bottle and all that stuff, and yeah. then yeah, yeah it's like and a then she realizes freedom. that um, she kind of created that same similar life where she's working and that guy's drinking and blah blah yeah. blah. So yeah. I, I, I do and think so. The middle a, part is so it's kind sad. of like a sad yeah. cycle. The you know? opening is kind of hopeful, mm-hmm. and you learn there's a bit of exposition with her father, which is great, and you learn that like, you know home life is not ideal and mm-hmm. she was taking care of her dad so that sort of that part's kind of sad and then the middle part is kind of hopeful because they're in this new place and maybe they're gonna both get jobs and mm-hmm. turns out this guy just like becomes he just plays video games and so i don't know what he does well, but he, he doesn't spend, the, spend the late the nights at the bar a bit of a low life. Yeah, gets drinking games. yeah he becomes an alcoholic <laughs> and stuff yeah. which is mm-hmm. sad in and of itself but yeah ultimately well, kind of she thing, kind like of tells him away, to take, you, her, yeah. take your fast car and keep on driving totally wasn't it kind of interesting too that like um the I think it's a really common thing for um, anybody that's damaged to really be looking for something better, but ultimately not be able to see that you're falling into the same trap that yeah. you're running away from, yeah. which is like heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. And the other but cool like, thing about a, the, fall, the whole falling into the same trap, even musically, the song like expresses that because mm-hmm. the same like the same little the same yeah. just, just keeps over coming over and over and mm-hmm. over and yeah. over and over mm-hmm. the loop is just like yep. repetitive and like. And it speaks to the theme of the song, right? It's yeah. just so cool. Like yeah. it's, it works on a, so many different levels. Fucking great song. Absolutely. You know when? Um, well, this great entire tripping well, song too. Oh my like, oh, yeah. yeah. car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like cruising. Weather's nice. Windows are down. Mm-hmm. Pump that tune. And oh, well, yeah. it's one of those things. Like if you've ever been through <laughs> the shit, like that was the it was the. I mean, the entire record front to back is one of those things. I was at my brother's house last night. We were eating. Um, you know, we had some dinner, a couple drinks and stuff like that. So when I was doing the research to, you know, for this episode, and I put that record on, I'm thinking like, shit, this is probably not the right time to listen to this album. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I listen yeah. to it, you know, in the morning in the, you know, kind of getting my yeah, stuff together and voice. in the middle of the night too. Cause like you can, that you could put yourself into those positions if you felt like, you know, any bit of pain or something like that. There's yeah, something really. about this thing. Yeah. Well, really she has the kind of voice that will just make a room shut the fuck up and yeah. listen. Yeah. yeah. So you can't like wherever situation however whatever vibe the setting might be mm-hmm. if tracy chapman picks up a microphone you shut the fuck up and you just let her sing Absolutely. yeah it's impossible not to get into it yeah totally. yeah. yeah you should be so lucky yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tracy is singing she's still alive too i think she's like 65 yeah, or she's, yeah, still she's still kicking. Yeah. yeah and she i think i was reading the last music she put out was like in 2008 or something oh, okay. um but I never really. They, she had one big hit after this album. Mm-hmm. We were playing that the other day. What one was of the best songs. Give me one give reason. Me one give reason. Me one reason. Yeah. Oh. yeah, huge hit. 
Um, but I think her solo, her debut album was is by far and away um, yeah. the most popular. And yeah. even for me, outside of that one single, mm-hmm. it's the only music that I really like know. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Sought out of hers. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of interesting when um, like when an album grips you like that, then. Um, it can stand alone. Yeah. Some, sometimes, like you, you need, you feel the need to go back, and I need every release this person has ever put out, and yeah. and you really dive down the rabbit hole. But if um, if it's good as it is, yeah, you know, that's just, just your little slice that you can, you know, that you can take in. Yeah. Um, I gotta with the entire album being so steeped in like political, social issues and mm-hmm. everything, and I think that's one of the yeah, a little bit of, of heart, the there's a heartbreak theme in there. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. right. And by the end, like it's the it's that kind of real world stuff that everybody can. Or, you know the real things you can really relate to. I think that make it, you know, still such a great record to this day. Do you like in the art that you make? Do you think it's important to, to highlight you know some of those low points in life to keep things moving? Because yeah. you're kind of all over the board. You know, you do like comedy and the stuff that I've read that you're writing right now is a little bit heavier. So yeah, I am all over the board. I you know I like to say that I, I make films about uh, human beings doing human being things. Yeah. So sometimes that's really silly, goofy comedy. Sometimes that's really deep and heavy drama. Oftentimes it's kind of in between. Like dramedy is like one of my favorite genres. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the gray areas of life are like the areas that I um, that inspire me the most. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I dabble in the gray areas, and so it's. it's, it's things are sometimes sad and hopeful and uh, Mm -hmm. tragic and exciting like you know I want to touch on as many emotions as I can um, because I'm you know I'm a bit of a softy kind of romantic kind of empath Mm -hmm. so that shit gets to me well it's cool too and then if like if your (laughs) art is is capturing an image and telling a story (laughs) should we hold hands (laughs) I'm not as I'm not as sentimental as the two of you yeah I'm really sentimental yeah I do all my crying alone bitch oh I I enjoy dude it's kind of maybe this is like TMI but whatever like I kind of enjoy crying sometimes it's a good release like I do it once a day at least okay should we yeah that's not that's kind of sad but yeah I know what you mean yeah I I was welcome to Jack yeah I go through I go down the rabbit hole sometimes Mm -hmm. and like that catharsis like is kind of addictive for me Mm -hmm. and I I need to feel feelings like feeling feelings reminds me that I'm alive you know and especially if I'm like things aren't necessarily going well on like the personal side or if I'm like depressed for whatever odd reason or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Like you just like break down and have depression a good cry for just me, to like, is it the release? It, well, yeah. Cause profession depression for me is like a numbness mm-hmm. is a difficulty to get hot too high or too low. Actually. It's just like yeah. a middle road and yeah. of just like nothing gets you going. So sometimes ironically, crying will help my depression like seeking out like emotional catharsis yeah will make me feel although i'm crying it's making me feel better it's this weird well, it's thing like that, you're literally like getting something out of yeah. you like it's a literal yeah. release you're like look look at my sadness but it's essential to get to the next thing because if you're going to yeah. bottle that up and keep that with you without blowing off the steam like i'll mm-hmm. i don't know i've you have the like the garden state moment where they scream into the fucking abyss or whatever yeah. like i'll mm-hmm. kind of that's my thing of release but yeah, yeah. like with the crying it's just masculinity and all that shit is just beating into you so like yeah. i have to sit yeah, see, there I, I, when, I, when I, I get that emotional moment 
Um, it's either like watching like a really great live performance or for whatever fucking reason, the Avengers Endgame three times. <laughs> oh, love it. Three times, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's when Scarlett Johansson dies, fucking tears, waterworks. <sighs> when Spider-Man stone. is trying the to soul get stone the, is right? such a fucking bitch. Oh man, when Spider-Man's <laughs> trying to get the fucking gauntlet to Ant-Man and it takes all of the Avengers to work together to get that thing there. You know what I mean? There yeah, when, And then Tony said, yeah. And when I'm, Spider-Man is to, talking to Tony at the end, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark. Come on! Oh my god! Right? And so I don't know what it is, but like for whatever reason, um, that's you that. You not give a fuck? No. About, yeah, I don't yeah, even know yeah. she's Lightest. seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but for whatever reason, like that has to be a conscious moment for me to be watching it, recognize the feeling inside, mm-hmm. and then I have to give myself permission to turn the works on. You know what I mean? Like it's such a. Yeah. I don't. I, I can never have like a. <laughs> you know, moment I like feel that. like crying is like a really uh, like natural emotion, but it's so suppressed so much in our culture that yeah. it does have like a stigma around it. Yeah. Like when I say I cry every day, it's not always like sadness too. Yeah. Like it's like a like it can be like a happy release or like you're touched in in some way. Yeah. But there's just so much stigma where it's like uh, the majority of of men will actively suppress crying and they have for yeah. so long that it just doesn't come as easily yeah. where it's like i could be in the middle of a conversation and it'll like take a turn and all of a sudden i'm just like bawling like in a restaurant <laughs> you, know, I, you know it's funny i've never um i don't know I, even from a young age i wasn't really afraid to lean in to like my feminine side um i was call it confidence or i don't know what like I was a jock. Like I went out for all the sports. I played yep. hockey. I played soccer. I played mm-hmm. all the sports. I hung out with all the jocks. They knew that I was like into drama and like, you know, all this shit. Was there like, a stigma like, on that in your mm-hmm. high school? Because like no, we're in so mine, like, it was definitely like, a, you know, you're either the art school kid or you're hanging out. Like maybe the there was, but like I walked the line. Like I, yeah. I, I did both. Yeah. And if like one of the jock guys would like make fun of me about like my like, drama or whatever i would just make fun of them back yeah you're gonna be a fucking garbage or i would like punch him in the dick like because i didn't i was i was a fighter too like i wasn't afraid to fight like i'm like growing up with like an older brother like i was very used to getting punched in the face like Mm -hmm. so like conflict Mm -hmm. didn't um like scare me i guess or whatever yeah so yeah like if like one of the jocks made a comment like calling me a sissy or whatever because i did i'd be like okay well like throw down bitch yeah let's see let's see what's up so like i could uh, yeah so yeah, it didn't really stick with the whole kind of like... Um, well, it's that, good. That you didn't get caught up in the bullshit. You know yeah, I, mean? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't, honestly. And um, I think it's healthy, too, because when you like suppress your emotions, you're actively like turning away from like part of the human experience. Totally, yeah. You're missing out on so much. Yeah. I, I feel like it. you guys are talking to me. Fuck, fuck you, up. man. <laughs> Johnny, just... This is an intervention. I, <laughs> Johnny, I deal with my me? shit the way I deal with my shit, people, okay? <laughs> fuck. Right, fine. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One more drink, baby. One more drink. I go down these rabbit holes sometimes where I'll just like go on YouTube and I'll just like listen to sad songs over and over again and just like, yeah, it's like waterfalls. And I'll just like, and at the end of it, I'll be like, I'll just go to sleep or whatever. Y'all are a bunch of pussies. (laughs) Hey, bro, you want to throw down? I'll show you who's a pussy, bitch. (laughs) Probably whoop my ass, too. (laughs) I don't know. I think that's the the comedic thing or whatever. It's a. I just sent you uh, like a headline. I haven't read the article, but there's this um, thing basically saying that um, people that have like brain damage on the right side of uh, the right hemisphere of their brain yeah. have a mental um, some kind of disability, basically, where they can't um, feel emotions or process mm. emotions the same way. So mm-hmm. ha- it yeah. has to be a joke. 
And I sent uh, uh, the headline to Jackie Street. I'm like, oh, we're fucked. She's multiple concussions, right? And whatever brain damage I have, I'm yeah. sure I've yeah. taken a hit too or whatever. But yeah. I'm every time before I feel sad. I was at my grandfather's funeral. And we, that is the greatest man that ever lived. Raised me from a pup, you know what I mean? My nono was uh, just black head of Italian hair until the date, you know, just, I mean, I'm sure died a couple times, but in my memory, you know what I mean? Just the yeah. coolest guy. And we're sitting there and it's a heavy, somber moment. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, you know, mm -hmm. um, feel the way the rest of everybody's, you know, the, the way that everybody else is feeling. So I sit there and I'm having a cigarette with my brother out back and I'm like, hey, you know, what are you going to do today? We, you know, we sprinkled some dirt on the grave of a great man. And while we were at the cemetery, threw some on Nono's grave too. Fun <laughs> joke, right? <Yeah. laughs> but that's the thing. And he just looks yeah. at me and he's like, don't, don't, yeah. don't you fucking go in there and say that joke right now. Yeah. And I just couldn't, so I, I couldn't help it. So I did. And mm. my Nana's sitting there. And I mean, she's You're the type of guy who makes a joke at a funeral. Don't understand I, what you mean. You soon will. It, exactly. I have a history of taking off my shirt too. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it was just that moment that like, um, I think that that's the way like um, different people in your family will react to different things. So my brother is sitting there and he just doesn't want that joke to bomb. Yeah. on the very sad day and my grandmother just has her head down and looks at me like mm -hmm. what <laughs> yeah. and it did break a little bit of tension i mean granted not the best joke but it was one of those things that like i you got to in, mm -hmm. in or just i have to i think right yeah. rather than just letting myself get there because obviously at the you know i mean at the cemetery in that moment you know what i mean when i'm seeing tony stark getting washed right. down the river then i will cry a little bit but well, you afterwards, know, it's better to let I'm, it crack, out I'm cracking jokes. Mm -hmm. Because if you just said the joke in your head and you just started laughing to yourself, I yeah. like like, that would look asshole. way worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you just say the joke and then laugh. Because yeah. imagine you're just like at a funeral and then you, you just, just start, start laughing. laughing. <laughs> My brother knows Everyone's that like, I'll get that. I'll hell? do like a little. I'll do, and he's like, uh, not, yeah. now. <laughs> not now. <laughs> Listen, I have the same uh, sort of compulsion too, but it's, I like. Well, you guys are comedians. It's yeah. And looking at it now, it, I realize that it's always like when I'm around other people, like when I'm alone, I'm totally comfortable to, to feel my emotions. But when I'm around other people, I always like look to, to make a joke out of it, to yeah. sort of mask what I'm actually feeling. Yeah. Mm. This actually, this topic comes up in my writing and my filmmaking sometimes. I was making a project uh, some years ago, and um, one of the notes, you, you know, you send out different cuts for notes and stuff, and uh, yeah, one of the notes that I got from one of our executive producers was sometimes in these, like, dramatic scenes, um, one of the characters would, like, crack a joke to kind of break the tension mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's not always actually the best move because yeah. you sometimes want to lean into the, like the drama um uh, depending on like i guess the scene and the flow and the pacing and whatever yeah. like message you want to convey so there's a few moments where i removed jokes uh in the editing room um just because it's a serious moment and it needs contemplation and it needs like to I think, be, yeah. that's why to i could never be an editor i would never take out a joke yeah. ever well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but we i mean yeah. that, that's probably why a lot of our stuff we're not gonna i mean if you definitely read a lot of our scripts that uh, i think if you let that moment breathe mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Then it's obviously it's going to do so much more for the story, so much yeah, more for the audience to feel totally. that. Yeah. Going but for the joke, I guess. I mean, the lesson is <laughs> going for the joke isn't always yeah. the best course of action. And well, it depends on what I the guess an editor helps with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, what are you trying to get? Yeah. What, what, what are you trying to get through with editors. that scene? Right? Is yeah. that scene yeah. there, um, you know, to be heavy, or is it there to get the joke yeah. across? Right? And mm -hmm. I think that that's, you know, me and Jack see both. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so we were talking about Fast Car before. Yeah. And this is obviously probably the biggest hit, the biggest not hit. only from the album, but from Tracy Chapman yeah, in, her biggest hit in general. Far, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's this really sort of lovely, beautifully told story. Um, sort of using the car as a symbol for freedom and escape. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, cars, uh, cars are, are, are great. You can escape from things. And, but, you know, with, uh, with great reward also comes with a great risk. And uh, if you're driving a fast car, you can, you can fuck it up pretty easily. You can also fuck up your car if you're driving slow, slowly with with measured movements. Are we gonna talk about how I <laughs> fucked up my car the other day? I just thought it'd be what fun if bitch. we if we all <laughs> just shared a story <laughs> about fucking up cars. We all do it. Yes. Yeah. For a little context for the listener, Maz is uh, <laughs> Maz, you're my roommate. We live here together. You came in the other night after quite upset I'm yes upset. yes yeah. you, have, you have a classic car break it down break it down yeah i, f- I scratched up my fucking car <laughs> i'm still pissed i drive it i drive this like i shouldn't even be dailying this car but because of icbc and weird stupid british columbia insurance shit i'm waiting to register my other car so i can get that on the road in the meantime i'm driving this classic car that's like this sweet super preserved really nice beautiful paint job like beautiful classic car and i'm driving (laughs) that fucking thing around and i shouldn't be driving it because it's old and it needs to park but i am and yeah i was pulling into the parking spot in the underground parking the other day and it was a little tight and i was trying to i had a bunch of groceries in my passenger seat so i wanted trying to give myself as much room on the right side so I can open the door nice and wide so I can get all the groceries out. So I was, I was, I was favoring the left side and there's a big fucking cement pillar. So I was like kind of like pulling in and like, I, I literally fucking stopped and I like measured. I'm like, mm, am I, aren't I, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> and I started inching forward and all you hear is, <sighs> <laughs> I love and that you stopped to gauge it, and yeah. you're like, no, I got this. Yeah. It's not like wasn't – you can't call that an accident. It, you call it a just a fuck-up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a cool, calculated <laughs> fuck-up. <laughs> and Jackie, what an asshole. <laughs> but, but. So, I, anyways, I recalibrated. I parked the car. I got out, and I looked on the rear – the rear wheel well on the wheel well, wheel well on the driver's side, and it scratched the fuck. And the paint's chipped and it's all fucked up. Now I gotta call a body shy. I gotta go to Port Moody to oh, get a quote, and it's probably gonna be fucking two grand or some <laughs> shit to fucking fix it properly. And I'm pissed about it. Thanks a lot, Jackie. Well, that up. since you shared your story, I'm gonna be pissed for the whole rest of this fucking interview. I'll share. I'll share a story too. Since, yeah, <laughs> since I just made car. you do that. Yeah, I drive a 96 Honda Civic, so the damage really it doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> yeah, depending on the model. There's some like Honda hey. Civic SIs, if you get like the sunroof. <laughs> like when you're saying define classic get, car, this is not a classic not car. A classic the sunroof and like the nice wheels. Like, yeah, I got nice. it off uh, on the <laughs> island. There's this lovely uh, roadside uh, used car lot called Good Used Cars. So that's where this, oh, this clever name is coming yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, when was, this is probably um, a couple of years ago now, maybe yep. a year and a half ago. 
and uh, I had parked this car in a in a parking lot downtown. And um, long story short, Johnny and I went to leave and get. get I like how you yada yada. Yeah, yeah, so we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, I go to to back out of the spot, and I had just bought this car, and um, it was I was just starting to to drive in Vancouver, because. Uh, before moving here, I really just like drove on the island, which is much different than driving in a city. Mm-hmm. So still sort of getting used to it. But I don't know. I, I just fucking rolled out of this spot without checking any of my surroundings. So she basically did what the opposite of what you did. So would you have a uh, cement <laughs> pillar here and you turned into the parking spot mm-hmm. and yeah. smack, um, scratch up the back panel of the yeah. car? What Jackie decided mm-hmm. to do was go um, backing out of the stall mm-hmm. and her front panel is scraping up against the thing. And I'm like, uh, well, hey, hey, maybe. D-. And she's goes, <laughs> she, she eh, started turning too no, early. And no, she fucking hit it, looked at it, went, hmm. And, and then <laughs> pounded on the... <laughs> It was the craziest you were shit. There? I was sitting in the passenger seat. It was my side of the car. I'm like, when you start hearing like crunching noises, like I just powered through. It was that moment where I'm like, what, what are you gonna do? Like I, I said everything that I could say in that split second of what? <laughs> the damage was already done. It's like shh. Mm-hmm. So did the bumper fall off or something? Well, or? so then we drove. Uh, we were driving back to my place, and I stopped at a liquor store. And I get out of the car, and, and as I go into the store, and when I come out, I look at the front bumper, and the whole like passenger side of it is just hanging Wait, can I just off. Pause, 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 stop for one second. Mm-hmm. You didn't look at the damage until after you went to the store and came back. I was scared. When to you're look. driving out of the yeah, yeah, we're downtown. It's like, like I knew it's like, it let's get the fuck good. out of here. I knew it was good you could see people yeah, on the sidewalk look looking at it and so the whole fucking half of the bumper is hanging off and so <laughs> is it still hanging off well it's taped on a little tuck tape, you know? <laughs> yeah a little tuck tape but it's been that way for about a year and a half it's, it's very noticeable damage i mean it's holding? it's holding i don't know strong mm-hmm. <laughs> and like part of the one of the screws of the license plate at the front came off so the license plate just hangs oh my goodness yeah <laughs> I mean, I couldn't live with that. Like, I have to get this shit fixed. I mean, it doesn't feel good, especially because I, since that happened, I've had two two jobs in film where I have to, like, roll onto set. And so all the PAs and everyone fucking see me driving onto <laughs> set with this fucking car. Maybe you get some pity points or something. Maybe you can negotiate a raise. I'm like, hey, clearly so. you got to yeah. pay me more. Absolutely. <laughs> you know how expensive it is to live in the city alone? Never mind fix your car after yeah. you. And it, it drives. see i don't have that like i have a lot of stories of my friends fucking up my cars or like um i always just would buy beaters right maybe six seven hundred dollars i think the first car that i ever paid for my girlfriend at the time when i was in high school was like 12 beers and i drank one of the beers with the guys so he called me an asshole and it was like 11 beers for the exchange rate so no car ever really that is a pretty dick move here's a 12 pack (laughs) for this car (laughs) Well, we're talking, you, just you know, crack one. Yeah. he's, you know, he's showing us the car. Yeah. yeah, we're doing the thing. He's showing us the car and I just, I'm having a beer. He's having a beer. I'll have a beer, right? With the guy. And then he, he mentioned it afterwards. Like, so it's 11 beer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Did he thought. offer you the beer or you just like helped yourself? I, I was 16 at the time. This maybe, yeah, this is this, this about 15 years ago. Down. So I can't remember exactly, but I'm going to go ahead and say I'm probably just like, <laughs> Hey, we're, we're familiar enough. I'm just going to grab one of these <laughs> don't things. Wait for permission. Yeah. That's no, 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 no. Yeah. Cause if you ask them, they'll say, no, it's easier to ask for, for, uh, for, 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 for,
offer beers to everybody. Hey, man, I'm not cheap. Have a beer. Have a beer. Have a beer. Like, it just fits into that thing yeah, totally. so perfect. You just you trade beers for everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we would... So I, Johnny's would, just, take a beer, take a beer, beer take, take a beer. Exactly. <laughs> I am cheap, but I have no problem with it. But um, so in that, like, I would be... Um, I would say I'd come down uh, to Vancouver for the for Christmas or something, and my friends would all be partying at my girlfriend's house. Her um, her parents kind of had like a, you know, just a community place. It's safer to party here than it is out there, kind of thing. So they're really cool about that. And then I get like a phone call, being like, "Man, so and so took a girlfriend's car and crashed it into the neighbor's garage, and uh, this is like a whole thing." And I'm like, "I'm not fucking there. Like, this isn't my this isn't my problem." So I would normally come home to to more issues, and then later, like in the interest of public safety, I'm not even allowed to drive. So. Yeah, no, that's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but so you've never really had to deal with the fucking panic of like a vehicle that you own. I getting like, Oh man. Well, I did one that I, I'm not going to tell that story. Yeah. Yeah, There's one that might not paint me in the best light. Was was that your car? No, it was my girlfriend. It was, it was an ex's vehicle and I was going to pick her up at, um, Mm. at the airport and it was a, yeah, you don't it have to a, get into it. I was just yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a situation. You know, yeah, it was somebody else's car, and um, you know, it was a situation where I didn't have a license, and I was already kind of like in the shit, so it was easier to get the fuck out of there, and, yeah. and life moved on. So, mm-hmm. um, shit, it's a fender bender. I didn't hit a kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I scratched the guy's car. Fuck, yeah. I didn't <laughs> so no anything one's been yeah. criminal yet. So, oh, I'm okay. I think you're okay. Statute of limitations <laughs> on a hit and run is. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Car. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a definitely a. Uh, a segue I didn't see coming. Uh, yeah. That was. A, that was perfect sense. It was just a way to dump salt in the wound that like you were here to see. That's kind of a. It's a dick move, but it was. It was. It was. It was fun to watch it squirm through. <laughs> and then I bought pizza for everybody. That's true. Yeah. How yeah. many times has somebody like? I feel like that's. A, I, you know, I was thinking on. The, you know, I feel like that's like a good habit to get into. It's just good karma. Like, mm-hmm. if something bad happens to you, like, just go out of your way to like do something good for someone else, just to try oh, to, you're gonna try say, to like, pay it forward, it find out. a way to balance it out yeah. in a way. I can see that. So I'm hoping that like me treating you guys to pizza somehow is the universe will like fix your car magically. <laughs> if not that, something else. <laughs> <laughs> something else. I think if you're putting good energy in there, then good, then then good stuff will come back to you, regardless yeah. of, you know. The little little slip ups and accidents and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm a big believer in like energy and karma. And, yeah, you know, doing yeah. Good and, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah for the sake of doing good, mm-hmm. but also karma. Well, the sun's coming out tomorrow, regardless. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. We live in Vancouver, so but no, probably not. It might, but <laughs> in the sense of the metaphor, I think we're all gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know I have gotten much better over the years of like letting shit slide that I might have dwelled on for yeah. a long time. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was still rough in, like, the moment on the day. But if this was me, like, 10 years ago, I would have gone down, like, a week-long spiral of depression oh, or something. Yeah. Over, you over tried to, but we car. have our, yeah. our... The third roommate in the house is a pillar of positivity, yeah. and he wasn't going to let you boo-hoo for five seconds. Yeah. About <laughs> <that show. laughs> he kept reminding me of, like, all the, like, the good stuff happening in my life. Well, Jackie even said it, too. It's like, dude, yeah. you have a great job. You have a dope apartment, <laughs> yeah. like, at the end of the day. Contrary to what it may seem now, I was very supportive in the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. But, like, annoyingly supportive. <laughs> but, like, still very supportive. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was giving you a hard time. Yeah. Well, like, I don't, it's, it's hard to, because, like, when you go through the shit, I've been in that same situation a hundred times where it's like, fuck off, just let me, yeah. let me fucking be yeah. mad right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think yeah. I said that. Yeah, yeah. I just want to yeah. be pissed off. And, and, yeah. But I mean, that's, what's friend, that's what friendship's for. Like, fuck yeah. you. Like, either you could be mad and we're going to make fun of you, or you could get over the shit and we, you know, yeah. get, we'll get a slice. Yeah. <laughs> I think ultimately, we're going to get a slice. Yeah. That's such a good solution to so many yeah. problems. At the end of the day, Slice, okay. man. Don't worry okay. about us. Get a slice. Yeah, I need to eat more. <laughs> I think I, to- the, I do. I do. I, I mean, my, my diet isn't where it is and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm 30 years old and I realize like I'm flying off the handle at work for stupid shit. And then I just have a bite to eat and I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're hangry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd think that. You know, I know this. Well, like thing. we go to restaurants and stuff, and I'm an asshole until the food comes. Like, and I don't realize that I just haven't eaten <laughs> it. Like to the server? Not don't to the server. Yeah. Not never to the server, but don't just like just. Like, I mean, like... just between the two of us, yeah, like, that's like, just <laughs> under the breath, like, is this fucking seriously? <laughs> well, if it like in situations where it's like the morning and we are are hungry and it takes like fucking 20 minutes to get a table when no one else is there yeah. and then takes like 15 minutes to for someone to bring us fucking water looking at you and ricky's then, and burnaby yeah. and then takes us a half an hour yeah. after the ricky's we over finished. here uh right yeah. over here. right here dude we oh just tried God. to pay had, too and then the they, fucking, they made us hard to pay there i was there, <laughs> right we had I was the there the other day too it's like do you guys want my money? Like, we I have to tried, go. We tried to walk. We had been waiting for so long. So we tried to walk up to the front and be like, we want to pay right now. And she was like, just give me a minute. Give me a minute. Go back to your table. Give me a minute. And we were like, I want to leave. Let me <laughs> go. Yeah. 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 yeah, we had a hard time paying there as well the other day. It's a weird kind of hostage situation at a breakfast place. It was wild. It's almost at that point, I don't feel bad. I don't consider it stealing. Like, if right? I leave. Like, I tried. I tried. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Over and over, I tried to pay you. Oh, that's funny. Have mm-hmm. you ever been pissed off on service and walked out of a bill? Have I ever done and dashed? Um, fuck, I don't. I was in. The, I I was in the service business from the time I was fifteen years old. Yeah. yeah. So I I just that guilt. Mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah, get I, around I've it. No, I don't think I have ever dined and dashed. I don't think I have. I've dined and dashed. Not dined and dashed, but I ran off on a taxi. Like, yeah, that's shit. awesome and I was like a shit 17 year old oh, like, yeah, yeah. didn't have money we needed to go home didn't have yeah. money hey, some bus wasn't running or something now nah, what are you like, gonna do yeah he stopped at like a stoplight and we were we were gone I took a, like a I'm ashamed actually it's and, you know, exactly. you have a lot of shit you do when you're younger. You look hey, back, you know, oh, yeah, and like, at the time, you're like, oh, like I, I dined and dash. I ran <laughs> off on this taxi. And then you, you get older and you're like, like I'm uh, such a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that was someone's like tip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, no, they're not going to get canceled for it. There's, a, like, there, there's been repercussions for it. When I was in, uh, when I'm in high school, I was partying um, uh, this little area. And then a few friends kind of showed up. And one of my friends, um, Andrew, is beat the fuck up. And we're like, holy shit, man, what happened to you? <laughs> And they were at a Chinese restaurant ordering the most expensive shit on the menu, and then they dashed. Damn. And the kitchen oh, wow. staff caught just Andrew. So the two other guys that he <gasps> was there an, with, make an example. they were already at the party telling the story. Everything's cool. Like, where, where's Andrew? We don't know. And these old men, like, gave him a full Nelson and just worked his body, like, old school. Like, oh <laughs> he, he, bro, like, he didn't, like, his face was totally fine, but he just couldn't, like, he couldn't walk. Like, it was the wildest oh shit. They just kicked God. this shit out of his body. Wow. I've never seen that before. That's kind of smart. Maybe they, cool. maybe they wanted to avoid getting yeah, the, charges. Or whatever the case is. Yeah. After his body. yeah, it was it was it was the coolest ass whooping that. <laughs> yeah, no, coming up in the restaurant business, uh, yeah, dining and dashing is a yeah. really dick move. And yeah. some places, I don't know if they do this anymore because like it's probably super illegal. But like for a while, you know, I'm sure 
like servers would end up having to pay the tab. Yeah, whoever oh, the server is has to cover so the tab. That's it's not fucked cool. up. Yeah, yeah it's really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that's, that's know, there cool. was one time uh, in Montreal, not me, but my little brother and his friends dined in Dash one night. They were out drinking and then they went and got some poutine or whatever. And then they dined and dashed, and my little brother felt so bad that the next morning he went back and, and paid the tab. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I dined and dashed by accident, actually, here in Vancouver, like a month ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, speaking of, so I guess technically I have dined and dashed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just absent-minded. I, I went into this place, this mm-hmm. um, uh, Peruvian restaurant in Gastown, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. I ate this food, yep. and I was like stressed out i had to go do something with my car like shit going on i was on my phone whatever so mm-hmm. i just literally just ate my sandwich and just put on my coat and walked out like i just didn't even i don't it, i was just so absent-minded like i just left yeah. mm-hmm. and i was so like like they didn't even they didn't even have a chance to like hey you like because i was just like just yeah. like casual it was totally. so casual right because like, yeah. i didn't know that i was stealing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i went back the next day that's pretty solid. Yeah, I, you yeah. know, you, like, you got well, I had a, I just realized well, I had. But a, I, went, yeah. I went back the next day. I ate again. I, well, before <laughs> I sat down, I told him, "I'm like, hey, I done that yesterday. Oh, I'm so sorry." Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, if you don't mind, like, I'm gonna have another like plate of food. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. This time I'll I'll, I'll pay, pay for, for real. both. And I paid for both. Did they make you pay up front? You just just left again. (laughs) Hey, guys, I'm just absent minded. It's day three, but I swear to God, I'm going to pay. The most confident dine and dasher ever. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I completely They charged me for both things, and I gave like a 25% tip or something. That's all. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I did uh, a similar. There's a uh, diner that I really like to go to. um, Like, before, if we're going to like do shows or whatever, I'll sit there and kind of go through sets and whatever. I love love a diner, you know? So the Fable Diner on um, Main and Broadway I'm there and you know I eat whatever uh, I think it was like a meatloaf or something like that on diners drive-ins and dives kind of thing or whatever so you know if Guy Fieri liked it then I'm fucking with it right mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm eating this thing and I'm talking to the waitress and I'm having fun and um, I, I exchanged numbers with the waitress before I left right mm-hmm. and everything was so chill right because you're not dining and dashing right I'm putting my jacket on I'm walking out you know what I mean at a, at a, kind of like a snail's pace thank yeah. you see you later yeah. mm-hmm. zero intention to be I left and um, I got on the bus and I'm like way away going <laughs> in the other direction and I get a text from the girl that I <laughs> and in my head I'm going like shit man no, Johnny works fast you know <laughs> but I'm like Oh, this is I'm, this is never gonna happen. Like I've just dined and dashed, and this girl's been like, "Hey, what the fuck, man? You didn't yeah. pay your bill." <laughs> and it came to the point now where I was so far away, yeah, like heading somewhere else, around. that I'm yeah. like, "It's 2020. Like we could figure this out electronically." Because yeah. if you think that I'm turning around right now to go back and pay a twenty dollar, you know, diner meal, like you're fucking crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So, give me your email, and I will, you know, um, send you the cash. And it became. So weird. Then I got a text from like a different server who was like the night manager or something. And I, okay, so I'm going to do it to his. And then like a half an hour later, I'm waiting for the email. And then it was like the actual, actual manager. So this was a huge fuck around that they had to deal with or whatever just to get. So much to, bureaucracy. Yeah, just right? give me a fucking diner. email and I'll send you. A, yeah. This <laughs> is like this like yeah. greasy spoon diner. You think like. Exactly. Right? It's a yeah. $20 bill and manager. I sent him like 35 because I was mortified. I felt terrible or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, yeah, so you, you got to overdo it. After yeah. Five, yeah. yeah. But there's nothing when you realize that you've done yeah. something so stupid. You're just. Like, I've definitely at um, uh, one of the when we had a show one night, uh, downtown at the the basement. I've definitely accidentally walked out on a 
on a tab there before, but we're oh, the, we were yeah. there like every other night. Yeah, so shout out to Mulan and Ali. Like those guys yeah. take so so much care of us. And I came back. I'll go back the in there and they don't and even care. Like, They're like, I'm so sorry, I completely forgot. He's like, you're here every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get yeah. it out of here. They're cool when they're cool. Yeah. yeah, they're great. I really hope that the the keto cafe and like that whole staff or whatever is doing okay during this whole thing. Because yeah. the keto is a keto cafe. Keto keto. Cafe. Yeah, that's really? that, yeah. I do keto sometimes. So Have you been in the basement to see us before? You come up Main Street to watch us. No, I don't think you've come to a show in the basement before yeah Rossum comedy venue, Susie yeah. from Rossum comedy puts on these shows um in this basement underneath this um keto cafe on pender and richards or something. uh pender and, and seymour i feel like i've walked by it yeah pender pender and and yeah that's right yeah. yeah yeah it's great the 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 cafe is just like this small little space but then mm. if you sort of go around the corner there's stairs down to the basement that's like it's the best place to do comedy in i the love city. it it's yeah, dark it's, venue, it's a tiny yeah. little room it's awesome it's dark yeah it's like, low it's ceiling. like a it's comedy great. club should yeah, be it's awesome it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Damn, can't wait for that to open up again. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, me too, man. More restrictions and whatever, so we'll yeah. see. Uh, we'll see yeah. what's gonna happen there. But I don't know. My dad just got a shot. You getting the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, the thing. Okay, so here's my perspective. I'm not like afraid to get it because I don't think I'll grow an extra arm or like yeah. three be dicks. microchipped or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, I kind of rather not get it if I don't really need to get it because it's not COVID for like people like my age or whatever from everything that I'm learning and reading it's just like a really bad flu right do I need but a vaccine for a really a, bad flu but there I don't are know. I like think it's the idea cases. of you passing it on potentially if you yeah, are and there, there are I don't know. there are cases of it being very serious for younger people but I think the point of the vaccine is so to help everyone that. else. Yeah, so yeah I just want to perform anymore. so you can shoot it and yeah, all three of my dicks. I feel like I'll, I'm one of those, like, I'll wait for, like, other people to get it first, which they are. Yeah. And if people aren't dropping like flies, like, okay. Like, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not that passionate about, yeah. like, either way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not passionate yeah. on either side of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's I'll probably give in the moment not having it, like, inconveniences me in any way yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure exactly. then so sure. that could be a thing too yeah. yeah if it's like a passport like situation you have to have it to travel like, or whatever yeah. Yeah. i've become like kind of hopeless <laughs> in a way mm-hmm. <laughs> How? Like, just, you... just do whatever you want just do what you want to me man leave yeah. me alone just fucking stab me whatever you want just leave me alone like I don't know. It's probably not the right attitude. Fuck that. that. I love it. I love that attitude. Like, it's just true. Like, I just, I don't know. If, mm-hmm. Yeah. If Bill Gates is evil. Do I you even not. need that? Like, do you need to have, know. yeah, but do you need to have an opinion on that? Right? That's another thing too, is like, everybody fucking has to have an opinion on yeah, it. Like, like I don't know, give yeah. a shit. Like, if I'm, I'm not so involved, like, 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 to my can core. I, like, it's yeah. just like, I don't know. I don't believe you and i don't believe you and i don't know who the fuck to believe sure yeah yeah so show us some fucking evidence or fuck off astrazeneca yeah i lost some money on astrazeneca oh you like astrazeneca okay fuck you johnson and johnson that's the sketchy i lost money yeah that's a sketchy vaccine i want i think johnson and johnson is the cadillac of well it's a family that's what i want yeah yeah i guess so one shot one and done yeah sign me up choose the vaccine i'd want to go with the cadillac i guess yeah compared to wait Cadillac's making a vaccine car- too yeah. how many <laughs> how car- theme? Yeah, the Cadillac vaccine yeah. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan yeah. of like American like domestic American cars like you know I like the old the, uh, the old Stangs and stuff yeah, yeah. like um, a 
more of like a Euro kind My of My grandpa drove a Cadillac the whole time. Um the whole time that he was uh, he was alive where when I I knew him. It's a weird way to phrase it. But yeah. it was like a, You knew him when he was alive. Yeah. I, It'd be so, weird if you the didn't. whole time <laughs> I knew my grandpa. He he drove a Cadillac and it was okay. white exterior, red interior. Oh, that's sexy. That's sexy. Yeah, <laughs> man. My buddy Jim had a uh, baby blue, like a sky blue. Hell yeah! I forget the interior color, but it was it was pretty. You got to go stuff. white with like the blue lining. Yeah, oh I man, if it was white or cream or something. When I was a kid, I saw Snoop Dogg and has the, he has a Snoop Deville, and I just realized like me and Snoop are destined to be best friends mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. And so when Knowing I see you, the when I see the Snoop I Deville, do, I tend to agree. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So when I see the Snoop Deville, I just picture this scene in my head of like Snoop's Snoop Deville at a red light, and then Johnny's green Cadillac Coupe Devito rolls up next to him, and he's <laughs> like. Is that a Coupe DeVito? And I was like, is that a Snoop DeVille? And he's like, what's up, Johnny? I'm like, what's up, Snoop? And then that's we're best friends forever. So like, that's how it's yeah. going to happen. Awesome. You I visualize can see that happening. I visualize, yeah. yeah. So like anytime that like um, success is eminent, obviously, you know, well, for yeah. the two of us, right? So as soon as I make <laughs> any money, you're going to see me blow it all on a fucking outrageous boat just so that it says Cadillac Coupe DeVito on it. Awesome. And then I'll know that I'm without a license. I support that. Yeah. I might, I I might go around to getting my license back at that point. It's not that I can't get it back. It's just that, like, fuck them. <laughs> I don't need a car. Right? I don't need it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I support that vision nice. through and through. Yeah. I'm, I'm out there to witness it, or soon thereafter, like. Oh, we're gonna, yeah, man. Nice. Well, like we're I don't know. Like this has been fun. We're kind of bullshitting around at the end here. Do you guys have any yeah. la- final yeah, thoughts? Yeah, any on final the thoughts on the? On well, the album? I just feel like Tracy Chapman has been. We kind of went on a left turn, didn't we? Oh, yeah, absolutely did. That's car well, we, welcome to show me theme. yours with well, Jackie we, and Joni. Circle back to, to Tracy. Yeah, but, um, yeah. That's well, kind of what we do here. We're not musicians, so like I mean, to talk about like a uh, to talk about music from any kind of like uh, you know point of um, like we're authorities on the matter is not at all right. Like I think the idea is just to um, is to share music with with friends, and then it opens up avenues that you can go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I gotta say is Tracy Chapman is was ahead of her time and is a visionary, and it's crazy to me how the stuff that she sang about is as relevant, if not more relevant, today than ever. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Like you, you should, like anybody who listens to the lyrics, it's like the stuff she says, like it's, it's like specifically relates to like shit going on right it's now. So much. Totally anybody you know? that's gonna go and listen to yeah. this album, have the lyric sheet out and really dive into yeah. it. It's yeah, it's great. So Everyone uh, should listen to the album Tracy Chapman. Mm-hmm. You can't play the music. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Damn YouTube We're got to us monetize in a pinch again. This bitch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Can we sing it, or is that against? Well, give me one reason to stay here. It's not on that album, sir. I love that fucking. T- I like how my voice. I could do the voice anyway. Like, baby, can I hold you? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I like I'm, yeah, like I said, behind the walls, man. Um, a song with no music at all and just poetry. heavy goddamn lyrics. It's that's yeah. one of my well, her, it really coolest songs. Poetry, ever. isn't it? Yeah. Her, she's just, most of her songs like there there isn't necessarily a defined rhyming structure. Mm-hmm. Some lines rhyme and I just rhyme line rhyme. Some lines rhyme. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of just talking melodically yeah. most of the time. Yeah. yeah. But when you have a voice like hers, you can you can do that. I would oh, talk definitely. melodically yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So. Nice. Yeah. Who else talks melodically? Any other artist? I think well, I mean, R. Like, Kelly. I, R. Yeah, like, R. Kelly. <laughs> Those 18 music videos about him hiding in the closet. You know, yeah. hiding in the closet. <laughs> yeah. If Part you listen two. to those lyrics, it's just him. 
like telling a story. Oh, there yeah. isn't really a rhyming structure. He's just talking, singing, melo- talking melodically. Have basically. you seen that's a season nine episode of South Park that uh, they, that's a, they they go in on Scientology, but um, so Tom Cruise and R. Kelly are, are trapped in the club, like and then I pull out my gun. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. 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 So right. where, where, where yeah, can the people well, find you, Maz? Find me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can go to my website if you want to see some of my work. Mm-hmm. Verbal pictures dot com we make pictures that speak absolutely thanks so much for coming (laughs) (laughs) oh thanks so much for coming on thank you so much for being our 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 first uh official guest that's sorry kevin von hubbard we love you your episode is coming (laughs) yeah i you were there you were there there for that i'm like how am i i'm not your first yeah the first one that's going to actually uh, be put out there. Yeah, it's okay. a new format yeah. and stuff like that. You're yeah. definitely going to get the Kevin episode because it is great. But it's uh, it's, it's the be, Kevin be episode will be behind a paywall. Is it? Yeah, didn't we just behind a paywall? Pay paywall. Pay the Patreon. Up. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so um, my shit's not worthy to be paid for. Well, I mean, the you really is, fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thank Dig you so much for joining us, William. I'm like the chum in the water. Like, thank you so much for being our guinea pig. <laughs> oh my god Alright All the episodes okay. are free Nobody's paying I'll us for shit I'll be the chum in Remember the chum in Jaws Oh just, absolutely yeah, Try that's... chum in this shit Remember that one <laughs> <laughs> Try chum in this shit For a living <laughs> <laughs> Jaws just comes like that Oh man yeah. And on that nice. note yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here Alright <laughs>